Hey, beautiful friends. Welcome to episode four of the Truth Seeker series. I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Normally my episodes, I try to keep them around 30 minutes, but this one, holy spirit, intervention in its finest. Oh my gosh. I truly feel that um, Tracy and I just had the best conversation, so many important takeaways that every single Christian entrepreneur needs to hear and implement right away. You guys are going to absolutely love this. It's a conversation between one of my amazing clients who has become a dear friend and also a teacher. It's so cool how God works. Tracy Wren, who runs the Faith to Freedom podcast. It's for ex-New Age and Christian entrepreneurs. And what Tracy does is she brings unfiltered truth, exposing marketplace lies so you can do business God's way through faith and service. She's a blessing. You guys just get ready. We brought the fire. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes. Yes, we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. As you know, your girl is not a lawyer. Thank goodness, because you guys would be in big trouble if I was a lawyer. While I can slay on some business and we can talk about some Jesus up in here, the legal stuff has me just blacking out. And I hear you guys, you've been asking me all these questions about legal, trademark, contracts, oh my. And I knew I had to find you guys someone that I personally trusted to help you. Now, while legal sounds super scary and expensive, it does not have to be either of those things. I have partnered with, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, the Contract Vault, your instant all-access pass to reliable contract templates that are specific to your industry. On top of the contracts, you also get access to a members-only Facebook group where Andrea Sager, the founder, teaches live every single month about legal stuff and answers your questions, and she's literally amazing. Also, with those contracts, you guys, it goes over any industry. If you're in the coaching industry, if you're in the podcasting industry, if you are doing fitness or health, it has all the contracts that you need for your industry. Seriously. I was able to download every contract that I personally needed from the vault, from one-on-one coaching to podcasting to course terms for my courses and beyond. Plus, I get Andrea's monthly in the Facebook group where I can ask her all of my questions. It's crazy. Like, legal made easy. (laughs) Woohoo! So if you need help with contracts, and I think all of you probably do, let me tell you what. The contract vault will arm you with the protection that you need. Plus, it's crazy inexpensive. Like, I mean crazy inexpensive. Go to thecontractvault.com thecontractvault.com. Use my coupon code STEFGASS, S-T-E-F-G-A-S-S to save 20% off. 
You are going to love this and you're going to love the price point even more. Thanks, Andrea, for hooking up my girls. Oh, man. Welcome to the show, Tracy. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so pumped to be here. Me too. I'm so excited. You guys heard about Tracy in the intro, but she, she's just such a blessing. I just love your face, like times 300 million. And you already know I love you. It's so funny, Tracy, because here we are two Christian coaches, you know, but like half the time we're voice messaging each other from the toilet, you know, laughing (laughs) about (laughs) our hot mess lives. Just real people, just like you. That is the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for being here, friend. And I think my vision for us talking this morning is just to even go deeper with truth. I've been in this truth seeker series with my girls now for three episodes and I've taken them through, you know, my journey and revealing a lot of hidden deception that was happening for me as a kiddo and then in the network marketing industry and then through like idolizing different things in my life from my body, then to attention, then to money, then to work. But something you've experienced is a little bit different than anything I've experienced. And I knew and felt really led to have you share your story with us and bring some light. So let's start there. Let's just have you walk us through what happened for you in your huge reveal of God's truth. Yeah. So it was a really big wake up call for me. So ever since I was young, I always had really intense dreams and I always had faith. I just didn't know like how to direct my faith. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, so I didn't really have that. The only thing my mom would ever tell me is if you just know that Jesus Christ is the son of God, you will be saved. And I would just always have like this lingering, like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't get it. Is Jesus God? Is God Jesus? Like, what does this mean? So I never really just understood. I just understood the fact of have faith in something bigger than myself. Well, that led me on to put more of my, to have more glory in myself than anything. So I became like an overachiever. Um, although it was rocky in my teenage years, um, I still just always had this big, big mindset and perception of having faith. And if you have faith, things will just come to you. So even though it was hard, I was a teenage mom. I had a scoliosis surgery. Like I had just so much happened in my life to where I was attributing my faith in this higher source throughout the entire time, not really knowing what it was until after college, I landed some really good marketing jobs. Uh, however, the, the self-development that came with the marketing job is what really led me down a path of deception. And what I mean by that is I had this hunger for knowledge. I wanted to know why I can go and work for this lady who lives in a mansion and she's an entrepreneur and like, she's super mega rich, but like I lived in like housing and low income and welfare. And I'm like, okay. And she gave me a book. It was like rich dad, poor dad. Mm -hmm. And then she gave me another book about like co-creating your life. And she gave me this other book, like all these different books about basically like how I'm this creator and I can create my own life. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what has been missing for me. This was the missing link. She has this uh, hidden knowledge, this enlightenment, and that this is the way. So I'm like, okay. And she literally had a library. And so I would just go in, I would take three, four books, I'd read them, I'd return them, I'd come back, I'd read them, return them. So every single spiritual you are the creator book I read I absorbed and I really truly believed it so I was in law of attraction manifestation vision boards affirmations not that I'm saying all of those are 
bad, but the way in which I was using them at the time were for self and not for God. And I actually started to see a lot of stuff happen in my life that was like actually working. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I watched the movie, The Secret, and I'm like, this is it. I've, I've found it. I know how I can finally get rich because I am a God. I believed that I was a mini G. I was like, God, I was like, yeah, I got this. I got to take care of all of it. Yeah. I really thought like I was creator of everything in my life. It was nuts. I was so selfish and prideful and egotistical. I thought I was smarter than everyone because I tapped into this hidden knowledge. I was just ignorant and ignorant to my husband. Um, Even to my kids, I was trying to push stuff onto my kids and I look back now and I was just like, cause you dealt with shame. Once I came to Christ, I dealt with shame after that. But, um, here's what happened to where I found the truth. So I was, I had my own coaching business. It was a spiritual business. You know, I was doing teaching law of attraction and using attraction marketing, all this mumbo jumbo spiritual woo poo crap in my coaching. <laughs> and that's really what it is. Cause it, it, it really is. It's such a, it's such a lie. And what happened for me was I started to, lose friends. And I thought I was like, Oh, okay. I'm just on a different spiritual plane than they are. Right. Like I'm up here, they're down there. They haven't gotten to this level of higher consciousness. If you will, I I got this Christ consciousness attitude and I'm just like bigger and better. And I know the way now. And one of my, my closest friend at the time, she told me what you're doing is evil and I want nothing to do with it. And I was prideful. I was like, okay, bye. And we didn't talk for like seven or eight months. And then out of nowhere, God used my dream. I didn't know it was God. I had a dream out of nowhere. And this was almost, this was about three or four years ago now. And uh, the dream, it was, it was super short. It was just black. I didn't see anyone. I didn't see anything. It was just black. And I heard a very strong masculine voice from behind me. And it's, and I was not able to turn, like I wanted to turn to see who this was, but like there was this force that didn't allow me to turn to look at him. And he said, my friend's name was ill. And I immediately knew, like I had this knowing of this is, this is bad. Like this, something was wrong. And I woke up and I said to my husband, I said, I had a dream. He's like, Oh, another one. Cause I always would tell him about my dreams. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is something that I've never experienced. This voice was something that shook me to my core. This is something that I cannot ignore. I was like, what should I do? And he's like, well, why don't you just reach out to her? I said, okay. So I reached out to her. Um, We reconnected. She's like, I love you. I'm like, I love you. Um, She told me she's doing good. She started journaling and all this other stuff. And I was like, all right, you know, she's starting to get into, you know, this, I thought she's, I, I really thought that she was starting to come into the stuff that I was into. And like the universe was bringing us back together. I literally thought that. And then two weeks go by and she dies. Suddenly. I, at that moment, so she went, they put her in a coma for 14 days because she was only 29. And they put her in a coma to bring her, to try to bring her back, you know. And here I am two hours away from where they had to life light her trying to channel to her spirit to tell her spirit to go back in her body. Cause here I am still thinking I got power over life and death. This is how deceived I was. And then I would, and then I'd have a, God gave me another dream that showed me her and her not coming back and that she was going a different way. And I woke up and I was like, she's really going like, 
who is this speaking to me in my dream? Like, what is this? And I got the call that they took her off life support and that she did go. And so I'm like, okay, that's it. This is when I wept. For the first time, I fell out of control. For the first time, I had no control over what was happening. And I, I wept. I got down on the floor. I started crying and just weeping. And I called out to every single false God's name that I knew at the time. Every, every, and I don't even want to say their names because they don't, they don't deserve to get credit here. So I was just like, this God's name, that God's name. If this was you, if that was you, da, 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 da. reveal yourself to me. Tell me who you are. And I will always, always honor and worship you. Who were you? And then the last name I said was Jesus Christ. Was this you? And then I got down and I cried. And then nothing. The next day, her fiance came to my house and he gives me her journal. And he says, I want you to read this. Wow. I was like, no, I, 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 I can't read the journal. I said, but there were, it sat by me on the couch while him and my husband were talking. And I just kept looking over. And I, for the first time, I felt the Holy Spirit. And I said, open this book. But not to go through it. I only wanted to go to her last page, the last entry. I wanted to see, okay, what's on this last page? And I go to the last page and it was dated the date that I reached out to her. Wow. I know I get emotional every time I talk about this. It's so, because it's, it's so profound. Yeah. How, how God worked. And on that page, it was just one verse. And she wrote, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. And I closed it, and I went, oh, my God, it was Jesus. Yeah. My husband looked over at me, and he's like, what? I said, I'm hearing God. And he's like, oh, my God. Because this was my first, this, this first, like, true grieving experience I've ever had that someone was so close to me. So my husband legitimately thought, I was having a nervous breakdown, like I was going crazy. Right. There was talk of him, like maybe, you know, like mental institution, you're going to go, like, because I was all in then, because I was like, there's no denying. There's no denying that Jesus Christ showed me who that was in my dream. It was him. He gave me the opportunity to have closure with my friend and say, I love you. We closed things up. He gave that to me. And then he showed me who it was. A few days go by, because then I'm praying and I'm like, okay, well, where do I go from here? Like, how do I learn about you? And at this time, like I'm completely starting to not even talk to my husband because it was getting bad. He really thought I was going crazy. Right. Um, <laughs> like it got bad because I'm just seeking God. I'm talking to God. I'm like, just talk to me. Where are you? Like, yeah. just, what is it? What is it? And then I remember my, my friend's fiance said, just so you know, I put a couple things in your trunk. And I was like, oh, like it came to me a couple days later. I went out onto my trunk. Her Bible is there. Oh my gosh. There's one verse highlighted and it's in Psalms and it is, your word is the light and the lamp to my feet. Wow. Yes. Amen. Oh my gosh. Okay. I see you. I hear you. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to obey you. And I will never stop talking about you. And here I am still talking about it. Ah, what a crazy story. Isn't it so cool though, how God uses everything for good Mm, and there you were like lost, like seeking. And I think he hears all of us here just seeking and searching, like, 
where, where do I worship? What do I do? What's the higher power for me? And it's, it's this moment of, if you've never been shown that Jesus Christ is the way he still didn't give up. Right. He was like, I will show Tracy through all of this. I am the one I am the one. And he used that for good. Nothing is wasted. Amen. Yeah. So beautiful. So, okay. So I have a couple questions about the new age. So those of you that are like, okay, Tracy's talking about deception and manifestation and all of that. That whole movement is called new age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they heard in my story a couple of weeks ago, how I talked about, I like put my toe in the water. I'm like, okay, I'm calling in all the money. I'm going to visualize money when I'm sleeping. I'm going to, uh, I tried meditation like three times and I would channel the like, okay, I'm going to focus on the white light and the money's going to flow down on me. And that's like as far as I got. Cause I'm like, this crap ain't working. I'm going back to my Bible. So yeah, I dabbled, but like how fast did it grab hold of you? And then what did you see from getting into new age that you thought was coming from a good, right? We think that it's coming from a light, a great place. Talk to us about that because that's where people are having trouble. How do I decipher though? Because all these good things are happening in my life. Yeah. So it was really hard to know how it was happening because I thought I just had the power through this hidden knowledge that I attained. I thought I had this newfound enlightenment, right? And so like when we say new age, New age really is just like this collection of beliefs and practices from many other belief systems. It's really just like this um, umbrella term for things that are promised to give you enlightenment and hidden knowledge. So anything that gives you a promise like that, like, oh, you can have all of this. Think about where that first came from, right? When Jesus got tempted mm-hmm. by Satan himself, he's like, look at all the kingdoms you could have this. And Jesus is like, get behind me. Yeah. Well, if you... <laughs> If you don't know to say Satan, get behind me, which I didn't know because Lucifer, ring barrier of light, like his name, he is a false light. So it comes as a false light and you get, you get so confused because if, if you weren't given that foundation of truth of Jesus Christ and he is the way to the father and that there's all these other fake false paths of the world you're going to really get confused because we either follow God in Christ Jesus or we follow the prince of the power of the air it's it's just one or two and if it's the prince of the power of the air that's new age and that's it's this big umbrella term under all these different spirituality uh, practices and rituals that have origins of pagan practices. And if we look in Deuteronomy and Leviticus, and I'm not going to get too Bible thumper on you here, but it shows, it shows what people did. And it shows that new age actually is not even new. This is something that it has existed long before. It's just coming back in a very modern way that's appeasing to our flesh Mm -hmm. because we are a society that wants everything now. And we are a society that thinks we don't need no man to do it. I'm going to do it this way. I'm a woman, girl power. Here's this movement. Here's that movement. Oh, the universe got my back. Okay. How do I get in with this universe thing? You know? And so that's really how this, how I got caught up into it because I was raised and I don't really need anyone or anything to do anything, but basically rely on myself. So I was relying on myself to make things happen. So I thought, okay, I filled up a coaching practice when I was working for this high level entrepreneur. When I started my business, I'm like, okay, I'm calling it in. Like it's actually working. Or when I 
when we bought our house, I, I'm the only person in my family that ever bought a house. I'm like, oh my gosh, when I got a car and I paid it right off, oh, it's this, it's that, it's this. I really thought the universe was granting me my wishes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you were being deceived because really, do you feel like all of the things that were coming to you through that time, Tracy, were from Satan? Do you think that he was using that money to deceive you? How do you feel about that? Yeah. So here, here are the things that I didn't talk about when that stuff was happening. So although we just bought the house within a few months time, the complete, um, water furnace, water heater, whatever that thing is called in the basement went, it was a $5,000 thing. So like, although I got things, I also, I also got some turmoil with it. Although it looked like I had, um, these, a, a full coaching practice. I had some debt that I wasn't telling about. Like I had some issues I was going through that I wasn't telling about like panic attacks and just all of these other things that I was like trying to just self-medicate and get through and trying to just lie to myself because you didn't just get the good without any bad. And people, that's the thing in the new age, like people are talking all about this good, but they're not talking about the bad. Nope. That's Why? So because, right? Because you're trained to say, oh, don't talk about the bad. You talk about the bad, the bad's going to come into your existence. Exactly. And you don't get good without the bad. Like you have to be able to be honest and open. We're living There's, in a fallen world. Amen. There's no glory without suffering. And Jesus Christ proved that to us. Oh, wow. So when you started to lean into Jesus, and I'm mm-hmm. sure, and I could like picture your husband right now, just like looking at you, like what? Oh, yeah. Happening. No, like, Steph, I'm not kidding you. He really wants, they call it 302. And he was like, I have to 302 you. I'm like, you put me in a mental institution over this. I'm telling you, there's going to be big problems. Just give me a minute. Let me figure this out. He's like, but you're talking to yourself. I said, I'm still learning how to pray. Do I pray in my head? Do I pray out loud? I said, I'm not talking to myself. Let me figure this out first. <laughs> I know, right? And so was he, was he a Christian? No, he was raised Catholic. So he thought, you know, he checked all his boxes that he was good to go. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And which most of us do, right? We check our box. Right. Like, okay. Right. So at when the truth started to be revealed to you, mm-hmm. are you like so many of us that it became so overwhelming and scary for a period of time? Cause I think as we get more truth and we start leaning into God and we get into scripture and we ask for truth. Cause I'm like, Lord, don't let me be deceived. Like bring me truth. Let me see your way. Mm-hmm. And we start to see the worldly lies yeah. that are everywhere. Our businesses, the books we've read, the coaches we're following, the, just the, the beliefs that we've been telling ourselves, the shows we've been watching, the news everywhere. Like it becomes such a heavy weight. And before we realize we can cast that weight, did you get stuck in that period of fear? And how did you navigate that? I wouldn't say I got stuck in the fear. I got stuck in like research mode. I was like, oh my gosh, are we on a flat earth? What's this <laughs> yeah. Illuminati? Illuminati, Freemasons, the one eye, Holly weird, Hollywood, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Satanists. What is all this? Oh my gosh, the whole world, world is corrupt. I'm yeah. like, so everything is new age. And then God showed me that even though I got really deep in, because at first when I started my podcast, it was all about exposing new age truths. And I would have to go really deep into research in different ideas and practices. And then I would get like stuck in this rabbit hole because it was one theory after another theory after another theory. And then I just started to have nightmares and I just felt the presence of like this darkness. And God came to me and he said to me, I don't dwell in the darkness. 
And so I'm like, okay, I can't be staying in the darkness. And then he showed me just through ongoing study and sitting with him to share the truth and love and that there was a way. And then he showed me Matthew 12, 26, that like God has his kingdom and Satan has his, right? And so this is Satan's kingdom that people don't understand. So this whole world is corrupt. This yep. is not, this is, we're not supposed to be storing up anything here, but up oh. in the heavenly with our father. Amen. John eight thirty two. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We are free when we lean into God's truth and we get away from the fixation of the darkness. I love that you heard, I do not dwell in the darkness. And those of you that are, because here's the thing, I feel really, really convicted right now. And I know Tracy does too, that I've been called to help you guys see the light in your businesses, to find God in who you are called to be and to lean into your spiritual giftings like never before. But when I do that, and when we help you guys kind of navigate that, you're going to stumble over all the worldly lies. And when you see them, what I'm seeing happen is you're getting stuck. Oh yeah. So many of the listeners and my students, and they're just stuck in the worry, the overwhelm, the fear, the judgment. And then they go, oh, wait, those are all lies. What do you mean they're lies? Oh, no. Now I don't know who to trust. I can't trust anyone. I'm on the interwebs. I'm in the Reddit you know, forums. I'm like drowning in the dark. Yeah. And yep. so what I have to say to you is my, one of the, the verses that I just hold on to is that then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free, John 8, 32. So we are being promised that when we hold on to the truth, we'll become free let go, don't get fixated in research. Like, you know, Tracy's telling you guys, like, let go of research. For me, it's fear. So Tracy's research, I'm fear. My bondage was fear of, I'm so afraid. I don't, I can't look up. I can't look at this anymore. And I wanted to hide and I wanted to get off social media and I wanted to just bury my head and I still go through it, but we have to continue to be the light for truth. So what, what do you have to say here, Tracy? Like what advice do we have, do you have for them to not get stuck in that fear or research space? Yeah. So I think that's a really great question, Stephanie. First, I want to say that I feel like those who have found their voice feel like they have to be a voice for the voiceless. And so then they go on to digging the research so that they speak with credibility and people take them seriously. It's just that the hole goes so much deeper that we don't really know how far to go without fully getting stuck there because then it's like a shocker. It's like, oh my gosh, I've been lied to this entire time. But not only that, um, God's word tells us to expose the wickedness. So then everyone feels, okay, we have to expose all this wickedness. We have to expose, expose. But what we're forgetting is that God says to share the truth in love. Mm -hmm. And God also says by the way that we love people, people will know that we are a disciple of his. And that's in the book of John. So it really has to have to has have this change of perception in the way in which we are being the salt and the light of the world, rather than feeling like we need to come online with a very bold message and this, this big mega truth bomb for a world that's so deceived. Because the thing is, and the truth is, we cannot force people to see the truth if the veil is still over their eyes. Right. The vi- if someone, when I was in the new age, if someone came to me trying to preach the gospel to me or telling me like my friend who told me the things that I was doing was evil, 
I thought I was smarter. I thought that I had this enlightenment uh, conscious view that she just wasn't smart enough to have. I was like prideful. And so there's people of the world that have that mentality as well. So although we want to bring the truth forth, we have to remember that God is the ultimate change maker of hearts, not us. Yeah. I love that. And that brings me to like another point that you and I have talked about, like having just an open heart and love as Christian coaches. Cause I think it's also easy to get stuck in like as Christians becoming really judge judgmental of people that are still in that veil phase. They're like, yeah. Oh no. You know, and I've got family members. I've got, Oh man, you guys, it's like all around us all the time. And it's hard not to go, here's my Bible. I'm going to slap you in the face with it. Like it's so, to <laughs> me, it's so obvious that it almost like, you know, it triggers me because I'm like, you are this close to being free. What is wrong with you? And I just want to like, you know, grab people and shake them. But then I have to take a step back and go, wait, how would Jesus handle this situation? You know, what would he do right now? What would he say? And I sometimes just have to be like, Holy Spirit, take over because there, I just want to go off, you know, like we're human beings. And through that though, I've, you know, made this, this choice to just love everyone wherever they're at and not cast judgment. And through it, what's so crazy recently, Tracy, is people come to me through my podcast and they are like, Hey, I haven't spoken to God in 20 years. And I listened to your show and because you never judged me or you never made me feel like I had to do something, but you were like carefully just intertwining prayer or whatever. I'm wondering if you'd pray with me. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh Lord. And it's like this moment, like that's it. I mean, that's why we're doing this, right? Like this is so much bigger than business stuff. This is so much bigger. It's so much bigger than anything. This is souls for the kingdom. This is what this is. Like this is soul work. This is kingdom work. Yeah. So it's, and it's hard because sometimes I still feel compelled to like truth bomb people. So I'm going through that on my own. <laughs> but, um, you know, we all got to work through that process on our own. But I, I'm doing my best, Tracy. I'm doing my best. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, evil spirits. <laughs> all right. I cast by and rebuke in the name of Jesus. Don't bring that over my way. Exactly. I know. I know. Oh, and, and my husband's just like, hey, hey, tone it down. Tone it down. Right, right. Tone I'm it like, down. I'm like, the evil spirits, they're over. <laughs> I have to rebuke them now. And like, I'm going on nuts. And he's just like, oh my gosh. So, and that just literally happened yesterday. So if you guys are in it and you're just feeling like this overwhelming sense of like, I have to do something, pray first. Mm -hmm. Pray, pray first, get into your scripture, make sure that's what God wants and needs you to say and how he wants and needs you to say it. And then believe me, I'm doing this too. Okay. Because we have to be soldiers for Jesus and we are not showing up to be soldiers for the darkness by bringing all that darkness. And like Tracy had said, they don't deserve to get that attention or that publicity right now. Amen to that. So we have to be careful that yes, we want to bring truth and awareness and, and help each other get grow through this, but not so that we get fixated on the darkness, but so that we can quickly replace it with godly truth. So Tracy, you have anything to add on that part? I don't, I think you summed that up beautifully. Good. Okay. So let's shift gears a, a little bit here. I want to talk for a few minutes about the coaching industry 
Okay. <laughs> you saw me got real serious. Uh -huh, okay. Uh -huh. Okay. I'm ready. So Tracy, I want yeah. you to talk a bit about your perception of me. Let's just get real honest. Okay. At first, because take them on that journey, because I want to talk to you guys about how do you discern which coaches or programs or things are right for you? And can we trust the label of I'm a Christian coach or I'm not a Christian coach? So Tracy, take them on the journey of uh, your exploration of Stephanie Gass as your coach. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's so important too that we have discernment in the process of making decisions, right? Because we're wondering, is this me? Is this God? Is this the devil? Like who and what is this? Um, and I also want to say that I think it's super important too that we don't only need to hire and work with other Christians because like Jesus didn't come to only sit with people that followed him. He came and he sat with the sinners. He just didn't sin with them. So we really have to make sure that that's clear. So when I first found Stephanie, I don't even know how I found you to be completely honest. Um, I just started following you, reading your stuff, listening to your podcast. I thought this was great. Um, and I, re I reached out to you. I got your coaching menu and I was going through it, talking with my husband. My husband felt good with it. And then I was about to, and I go back and forth with questions. That was a year. That was like at least a year ago, right? <laughs> Maybe yeah. more. I probably asked her some off the wall questions because I, I'm just very cautious from being deceived. I want to be careful because I've worked with a Christian coach after coming out of the new age. And this Christian coach was actually still like a, a new age Christian coach, if you will. So I didn't even realize that that existed. Um, God really showed me that new age is literally everywhere, including the coaching industry, particularly the coaching industry, because that's where I'm, I am. And so I wasn't fully convicted on working with Stephanie because I was being influenced by other people. So when they found out, cause I would always like go to other people and be like, Oh, have you heard of so-and-so? Have you heard so-and-so? And someone would be like, no, or someone would be like, yeah, da, 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 da. it depends on really what you're looking for. And I had someone be like, no, you need to stay away from her because she works with the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. At this point, I never even heard of Enneagram. I'm like, what is this now? Like, <laughs> Here we go. Another thing. I'm like, all right, let me look into this. So, so I looked into it a little bit. I saw that it was like this personality tool and da, 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 da. I was praying on it. God didn't convict me on it uh, right then and right, right away or anything of that sort. So I didn't get deep into Enneagram. I'm not going to on today's episode. Um, but I, <laughs> Stephanie straight up, cause we were going back and forth for a few months. She straight up was like, listen, girl, tell me what's going on. What's really holding you back that you have not? Cause you've been in my inbox for like months. Like what's really going on? <laughs> yeah. I was finally like, Tracy, why don't you trust me? What is happening for you? Like, let's just have it out. You know, I, I loved how real she was because that showed me that like she was thinking of me. She cared about me. She already knew what I wanted, what I was, where God want, what God wanted for me and where I was trying to go based off what God was telling me. And she felt really convicted that she could help me. And I was like, all right, I'll just be honest. Like this whole thing with the Enneagram. And so we chatted about it. And, um, I know that you went on to do a podcast episode about it and you got pretty upset over it because it, it triggered me. Yeah. And it does because you felt judged, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, not by me though, but no. because I was like, listen, this is just what I'm dealing with. I don't even know what it is yet. And then you told me how you use it, why you use it. Um, 
and you you never tied it to anything new age or anything of that sort. So I was just like, okay, you know, I continued praying on it. And then in back and forth conversation, as my husband and I were saying something, I was playing your voice note and you said the same thing that I was saying at the same exact time. My husband's eyes got like a frog and he looked at me and I was like, well, there's our confirmation because that ain't a coincidence. Whoa. I don't think I've heard that. Yeah. He was like, I agree with you. So I was like, all right, just send me the invoice. And then we've been working together ever since. Yep. And, and here's the thing that's so interesting though, Tracy, not that we're getting into the Enneagram right now, but I do have something to say about that. It's funny because it triggered me and I thought it was triggering me in the direction of, well, I can, I can use that. God told me it was okay for me to use that to understand my clients. You know, I need to, okay, if Tracy's an Enneagram five, I know she's a researcher. I can help her by not getting into the research rabbit hole. Da, 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 da. So I was using it fine. But what's interesting that he has revealed to me since is, yeah, you maybe can use it. Maybe you can, but if you are leading, you know, your sheep to the end of this, this mountain cliff, do you think they're not going to jump off? Maybe, you know, you're deep enough with me and intimacy with me to, to hear me when I say stop at the end. Cool. But are they deep enough with me to not jump over the cliff? And I am not about to hold that type of weight and responsibility. So I've actually since taken it off all of my client intake forms because I've realized, wow, yeah, each person has to decide for themselves the level of discernment. And I cannot be responsible for leading anyone into anything new age. And the Enneagram is, you guys, it is a gateway. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't, sure figure out your test and it, okay, this is interesting, but here's the trouble. You go, "Uh Oh, I'm an Enneagram three. I'm a three wing two, which is what I am. And all of a sudden I'm identifying with that, right? I'm a three wing two, which means I can just be a workaholic. Oh, it's just me workaholic. I'm a three, (laughs) you know, instead of being like, no, no, no. I'm a daughter of the King and he is here to define who and what I am. And he says, I am not a workaholic. Amen. You know, in Jesus' name, I am his daughter and I am what he says. And we are not all the same. No one is the same. So I've since had a lot of enlightenment around that, which I have not shared on this podcast, which is why I'm talking about this right now. Be careful. Be careful and mindful. So it was right of Tracy to ask me about that. It was right of that person to tell Tracy, hey, be sure she's not using that in the wrong way. I mean, they didn't say it like that, but you know, be careful. Watch out for each other. It doesn't mean you, now Tracy had to go make her own choice about me, but that brings me to this next part of what you said, Tracy, new age is everywhere in this industry. Mm -hmm. How do we discern? How do we, how does each person that's listening go, oh man, I'm so overwhelmed with this. How do I believe can I just trust someone with a Christian label? Can I just, what if I want to work with someone that is in the new age? What if you know, like me, I was invited into this mastermind with all these women who are very spiritual, not Christian kind of spiritual. They're pretty deep into new age. And I'm like, God, what do I do here? How, what does that walk of discernment look like? Yeah. So I think it really comes down to how spiritually mature you are. Um, because the Bible tells us, you know, bad company corrupts good character. So I know personally for me, I wouldn't have been able to work with this particular coach that I did a few months ago to help me with my sales and sales training the first year or even the second year out of the new age because 
I believe that I would have been corrupted into thinking that law of attraction was actually biblical because this is what a lot of the coaches in our industry will say who are practicing spirituality and they'll say, oh no, I'm a believer. I believe in God. Oh yeah, Jesus, he's, he's my homie. But um, we could still like bring in the money because he wants everyone to be abundant and rich and this is how you do it. And this is why I have all of this. And it's like, I could have gotten caught up in that if I was not spiritually mature enough in knowing God's word and having other godly counselors around me, like his word says, to have the godly counselors around you. So you have to really know like, where are you at in your walk? And are you able to make those decisions? And are those decisions led by your flesh or are they led by God? And like, how did that person even come into your awareness? Like, what is it that they have that you want that you're attracted to? Because a lot of people are using manipulation marketing based off their lifestyle to appease to your flesh. And so then you're like, oh, I want that lifestyle. So I need to buy their program because I'm going to get what they have. So you have to really use discernment into all of the reasons as to why you're even considering a coach, a program, a course, et cetera. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And there's been, you know, interviews I've been on with other Christian podcasters. And because I'm always like, you know, Lord reveal to me the truth. Like, do not let me be deceived. Let me see any sign that this is not right for me. Like things will be glaringly obvious to me. I'm like, Whoa, this. And it's so sad and gut wrenching when we see people saying I'm a Christian but doing all of the new age practices and we have to be super careful of that because it's a form of deception and whether they know it or not, because I do think sometimes when we're being deceived, we're just following blindly and, and we don't even maybe notice. Cause I don't think I noticed for a really and Tracy, I'm sure you didn't really notice like, Oh, I'm living in deception. This right. Great. Like they don't know it, but because you now have a spirit of, of intimacy with Christ. And you're going, okay, give me new eyes. Give me fresh eyes. You can begin to read scripture, pray, and be mindful of before you make a choice, pray before you make a choice, before you trust someone. And, um, there was a scripture, what scripture was it? I wanted to read you guys. Um, what it's first John four, one, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world, many false prophets, many. So test it is what yes. we're saying. That's what we, you should do. And yeah, I just having that spirit of discernment, those eyes for, should I trust this? And also being honest with yourself, like, can I handle this? Can I really handle that? Like me going into this new mastermind that I'm in, I know I can handle that. Like I'm not about to be deceived into anything, right? If everyone's like, okay, ladies, let's just pray and manifest some energy right now. You know, your girl just be sitting there eyes wide open, like <laughs> my hands up, my hands up, my shield, my Jesus shield. I'm like, uh, 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 but I'm there to learn and I'm there to potentially be a seed. I, I don't know. That. Yep. That's exactly how I would see it. I remember we were going back and forth on this and I just said, what a beautiful opportunity, right? Because if you're there for a reason, it is possible that God put you there because you're so spiritually mature. You just wowed me by saying that you stopped using the Enneagram because I had no idea, but yet I have been praying for you and for us and about the Enneagram. And I concluded my study probably... I don't know, two or three weeks ago, because I was then going to do a podcast on it. But before I decided to do a podcast, I was like, I first want to have a talk with Stephanie. 
because I know that she's, because you're the only one that I know that uses it actively. And so I was like, I would never want her to feel offended, but I'm about to blow this Instagram out the water. <laughs> and I was like, but do I want to do this? Do I want to do this right now? But you just, the way that you even spoke about it, like you said it so beautifully about leading people away. And like, if I would have came on and worked with you back then and I got to the Instagram, right? that I can see how that could have been a stumbling block for me at that time. So what wise discernment you have, what a gift. God bless you. Thank you, friend. And sometimes we have to be willing to check our ego, right? We have to be willing as Christians to say, God, show me the truth about myself. Is there something here that isn't your way? And the stubborn piece of me goes, well, I can use it fine. So why can't everyone else? That's who, you know, the stubborn side of me, the ego side of me, the side that says, well, I want to keep, I stood up and said that I can use it publicly. Am I going to publicly renounce myself? How embarrassing. Right. Yeah. But I am obedient. And when Christ shows me something in truth, I don't care if I was completely wrong and off the wall. Yes, sir. What do you need me to do and say and speak right now? Because my voice, I don't want it to be my voice. I want my voice to be the voice of Christ and the Holy Spirit just using me. Amen to that. We got to let our, we got to let self die. Yes. We have to let self and me and ego, those are all of this world. And And it's so crazy too, because like, sorry to interrupt you, but like, that's one of the things in the new age that they teach you to do. So like, although like we as Christians are saying that someone who is, kind of spiritual and into the new age, you're like, yeah, I'm getting rid of my ego. These are the ways and the practices in which I do it. Because like a lot of uh, Hindu practices teach that a lot of feelings that are, um, you know, bad or, or not good or whatever, like it's all ego stuff. If you have pride, if you're not humble, if you're this if, or if you're that. And I honestly see truthfully, like the goal for my personal opinion with all of this new age stuff is for new world order, I'm sure everyone has already heard about that, but like a global peace from this new age movement under one religion, under one universal God, combining all of the gods together. Does it not seem like the world is going in that direction? Lose your ego, peace, positive vibes, everything's all groovy, baby, you know, like travel the world, be a hippie, do this, do that. Yeah. Group think it's get everyone to sit down and shut up and agree to mind control and just tell everybody you're all worthy and you're all equal and just don't think, don't feel, don't do, don't speak. Just hear that. Yes. All gods are accepted. All things are accepted. No, no, no. Right. And you're all good. You're You're all all good people and you're supposed to be happy and abundant and rich. And here's how you attain freedom. Yeah. No, if you get into your Bible, You do not see that everything is good and peaceful and happy. And while we want to believe that because it's easier, right? it's easier to feel that uh, sense of peace. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, pay attention to how your your body's really reacting, right? Because while it may look like they're so peaceful and happy, you've heard multiple stories at this point now. My anxiety attacks, my family being ripped apart my everything, Tracy having anxiety attacks and her battles with all the things that she had to deal with on a medical level when she was going through all this, your, the Holy spirit will warn you. 
Oh yeah. It's not all groovy. It's not all good. And you have to choose the path that's hard. That's that, you know, that path is narrow as your, as Tracy's friend wrote in the last page of that journal. So anyway, we know that you guys are here with us listening to this episode on purpose. You were not led here on accident. You were not, your ears are not open. Your heart is not being pulled right now. You didn't get Holy Spirit chills if you did on accident. So now it's your choice. This is your time to open those doors, doors into a deeper relationship with Christ right now today to make that choice. I want to see and know the truth, your truth, God. I want to see and hear from you in a big way, in a deeper way. Lead me, show me, guide me, and then do it in love as you're revealed the truth. How can you spread that message in love? How can you be the beacon? How can you be the example so that other people say, gosh, I want to live like that. I want to feel like that. I want to speak like she speaks or he speaks. And you're just showing up Christ-like. That's how you lead other people, save souls, bring people more salvation, bring them to truth. And that's a reminder for myself right now too. I'm not pointing at any of you. One for me as well, because it, it does get challenging trying to fight the enemy day in and day out. And when you see your loved ones who are stumbling with new age thoughts or practices, it can be really disheartening. And I know personally for me, it triggers me when I see family members into that mumbo jumbo. And I'm just like, would you please just listen to me? <laughs> like, please. And, there's, and God just shows me. He is the one that can change their heart of stone to a heart of flesh. He is the one that can save them, but I can intercede with prayer. So if that's my duty and if that's what I'm going to do, I'm a walk in obedience and I'm just going to pray because they're not ready to listen. They're not ready to receive. So we cannot approach them with that type of, oh, here's what you need to do. Here's what you should do because they're just going to block you out. They're going to tune you out and they're not going to want to come around. So instead there's a different way to do it. And I love that you brought that up. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Times are crazy, but we can just trust. We, we have Holy Spirit guidance. And when that door opens, Holy Spirit will prompt you, which is such a beautiful thing. And those of you are like, yeah, you guys are always talking about prayer and interceding for other people. And like Tracy, I don't know how to pray. And my husband's looking at me crazy and I'm in the car and my kids are like, what is she doing? Remember, the Holy Spirit will pray out the words for if you don't know what to say, just open your mouth and start. Yes. Open your mouth and start. Tracy, what is a last piece of advice or something you feel led to share for all of these Christian mompreneurs right now that are just fighting for truth, fighting to do the right thing, fighting to grow a business God's way, have discernment in their life, in their marriages as parents? What do you think there's one last takeaway that you feel led to share? That it's going to get worse before it gets better. And that although you may feel really disheartened and sad about the world, all of these things have to come to pass in order for Jesus Christ to return again. So take heart in just knowing that although it may seem like we're in the end times, we're living in the end times, or we're close to the end times, rejoice that our Savior is coming back. Amen. Amen, sister. That's what I got. That's, that's what came what to me. I was that's like, Mike, drop. Tracy, where can everybody find more of you? Because I'm sure they're going to love you as much as I do. How does everybody come hang with you? <laughs> you and all the you're, you're so sweet i love you and i'm just so glad that god brought us together this is awesome it's amazing now the sister in christ on fire for the lord 
just as much as I am and to really always check me, right? When I get distracted, you, you check me when you come to me with things. I just, I just love this relationship that we have built together all by the glory of God for his glory, right? Amen. Me too. And so people can just find me on my website. It's tracyren.com, T-R-A-C-Y-W-R-E-N.com. I have a course coming out. It's the Faith to Freedom Framework course. Um, this is an online course. It's really to help you partner with God to do business his way. I know we've talked about that, but this course is specifically for that ex-New Age entrepreneur. It helps them to really build that business foundation of faith for service, impact, and sales. I go into adjusting your marketing strategy to really get rid of that manipulation marketing mindset and persuasion marketing that I was talking about early, earlier, help you get clear on your message, making sure that your message was not influenced by the world, bringing it back to God. So taking your worldly service, making it a godly service, and you could learn more about how to profit God's way. And this is not the prosperity, honey, nothing prosperity about it. I really talk about how it's important to do it in the way that of the Proverbs 31 woman, how she did it godly. Um, and you could go and find more about that at faithtofreedomcourse.com. I love it. You guys, seriously, Tracy is such a blessing and a gift. And if you are in that space of transitioning out of new age into a God-led business, there is no one I would recommend more. A hundred percent. Tracy has been there. She's walked there, walked that path, and she can guide you through that much quicker than you can on your own. So thank you, my friend. Well, thank you. And shout out to Stephanie. I could not have done this course and everything without her amazing help and coaching support. She is the real thing, (laughs) the real deal. (laughs) I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you. I just pray over you guys that you found whatever you needed from this episode to help walk the road of discernment, walk the walk with Christ into truth, that he reveals to you whatever it is that he needs you to know, and that you do it in love and grace and in scripture, holding the Holy Spirit's hand because you are not alone as you go on this path. You are with Christ. Lean into Jesus right now more than ever, sister, because he's got you. In Jesus' name, we pray. I'll see you guys back here soon for one more episode in the Truth Seeker series, Love and Light Stuck. If you like Mama Salt, leave a review. Pretty please. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.